We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often an hour's. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Datable listeners 10% off your first order with code Datable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one day rule on its head and offer back to back deals, which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code datable and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine. Hi, I'm Yui Shu. And I'm Julie Kraftchik. We're active daters turned dating sociologists. Here to dive into everything modern dating and relationships. Welcome to the Dateable Podcast. Oh, hey, fancy seeing you here for a brunch talk. <laughs> Haven't seen you in a whole week. Really missed you, Julie. Really missed what you. What a coincidence. <laughs> We're both here right now. We're both- <laughs> Did we plan this? <laughs> Was this a date that we planned? It's only one brunch place a tad. <laughs> And it's called Dateable. It's oh, virtual. It's on the metaverse. The Dateable brunch spot. <laughs> uh, and in case you just fell into this episode, yes, this is another episode of Brunch Talk brought to you by the Dateable podcast. And we'll get right into the question. The question is, how do you deal with negativity on dating apps? And for more context, the listener wrote in and said, I experience a lot of negativity on dating apps where women seem angry and don't believe good men exist. This turns me off and makes me want to unmatch them. But I recognize that it's just a dating app and I don't know their full intention. How do I deal with this negativity? 
To be fair, there are negative people of all shapes and sizes and genders. And <laughs> there are negative people out there. So this is not a generalization that women are negative on dating apps. But I do believe the negativity attracts negativity. Mm. And when you start going down that misery loves company route, people love divulging how much they hate the dating apps and how much they hate modern yes, dating. Yes. But if you can cut it off from the beginning or even switch the topic, pivot, 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 <laughs> it helps people to snap out of it. I think that sometimes we're just in this trance of negativity. Mm -hmm. And if nobody's calling us out, we just feel like that's how everyone feels. And then you start seeing evidence that everyone's negative. But if you can somehow find a way to snap out of it, I think it'll also help other people to get out of it, too. I love the idea of moving to a different question. Mm. And I think you only need to do this once. If you move and there is still negativity, that's all you need <laughs> yeah. to know. But I like that it doesn't immediately discount people because the listener even wrote this in. It's like on an app, it's really hard to dissect tone. It's hard to like understand yeah. really where this person is coming from. Right. So I do like this idea of like, okay, let me give it like one more chance understanding the limitations of apps. <laughs> but past that, maybe I'm not going to. And I'm just going to see that this person is a bit jaded and negative, And that's not what I'm looking for. And that's okay. I think it's okay to pass on someone because of those qualities. Like I know for me, that was definitely a deal breaker. Mm -hmm. Like I had friends that I felt were negative, And every time I would be around them, my mood would go down. Or I shouldn't say friends, like friendly acquaintances. They weren't really my friends because of that. Mm -hmm. But it was something that I had like little tolerance for. So yeah, if I sense that on a dating app or in the dating process, it's not a quality that I was looking for. So it's okay to say no. And that's part of the dating process too, is to weed people out. And you can always ask a question back. If you sense that negativity in your messaging back and forth, you can ask the question, I'm sensing a little negativity from you. Seems like you've had some bad experiences. Have you had any good experiences? Yeah. You know, like see if this person can be glass half full. And if they can't, like you said, Julie, just weed them the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, move on. Thing is, <laughs> this just shows you that tone, even in messaging, truly matters because people will want to read these messages the way they want to read it. I had a Facebook friend of mine post a screenshot of this message he got on one of the dating apps. And the woman said, are you like all the other men looking for younger women and don't want to settle down? If you are, we shouldn't continue messaging. That was her first message to it's him. aggressive. Very aggressive. <laughs> he was like, uh, hi. I haven't even said anything. Yeah, I haven't said that's anything. ridiculous. But also, I'm like, dude, why are you posting this? Yeah, that's what I was going right? to say. I was going to say, don't it's put it out in the universe. It's human nature, I guess, to just be like, what the fuck was that? I see that. But I feel like it needs to stop there. When you're perpetuating it, it makes me yes. feel like there's something kind of unhealed within yourself. And I'm not blaming your yes. friend in this case, because clearly there was no conversation. But it's more of like the after aftermath of why is it getting to you so much? Move on. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because then you're feeding into your 
idea that dating is negative. Look at mm-hmm. all these crazy people yeah, I'm meeting on the apps. Yeah. And you're like just finding evidence. Right. But if you can just say, ha, huh, that's interesting. I'm moving away from that. Right. Because that's not what I want in life. Then you can move on. It's like it's funny that people treat dating apps like everything served to you is supposed to somehow be a match for you. I know. But it's like walking in a grocery store. You're going to reject most of the things you see on the shelves. <laughs> Yeah. Right. You're not going to like grab everything you see. See a rotted tomato. You're not going to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe grocery stores. (laughs) You're not like take a picture of it and post it on Facebook and be like, can you believe Whole Foods has a rotten tomato? You just be like, toss it away. I don't need to see that. It's the same exact thing. Don't expect dating apps to give you 100 percent of everything that you want. It's your job to filter for the people who are right for you. And to do that is that you you have to carry that tone yourself. In real life, you meet shitty people all the time. I don't understand why everyone thinks dating apps are so different. (laughs) I agree. It's like this like weird standard of like, I'm here to select like on Amazon, my perfect match. And then if someone doesn't act the way I want, it's like almost like entitlement that everyone should act this certain way. Yeah. It's very baffling to me. And I feel like so many people feed into this. And like, I was definitely guilty at one point point. I'm not going to say I'm above it. But when I finally let that go, it made dating so much fucking easier to say. Like, you're just like, this isn't who I want. Move on. Like, there's nothing more to do. I hate when people are like, oh, I deleted the app because of the shitty person. It's like, why give that person that power? Exactly. Like, why would you do that? Why would you do something that no longer benefits you? Yeah, to get back at this of, person that like, yeah, to get, who doesn't even know that you're doing care. that. You're just yeah. wasting your own fucking energy. Yeah. It is so mind boggling the kind of things that people do to get back at the dating apps. The dating apps, we'll say this over and over again, they're not out to get you. No. They're there to help you and to serve you if you choose to use them in that way. They are out to get you if you keep thinking that. (laughs) It's self-fulfilling prophecy. So if you only feel like it's negative people on the apps, they hate men, they hate women, they hate children, they hate dogs, whatever (laughs) it is that you think, you got to just be done with that. Just be done with that and say that is not reality because the fact that so many people have met on dating apps who are in sustainable, healthy relationships shows you that the app's do work. And these are not shitty people getting together with shitty people. And if you need a wean off slowly, because I get it, overnight might not happen. Time boxing. Yeah. Two minutes. Two minutes. That's all you get. Two minutes. Is text it to one friend. Don't post it on Facebook. Don't send the question into us. Like, I know this is a little bit of a tough love, but like, <laughs> time box this to like a very minimal time and then let that time box get littler and littler as you keep dating until it gets to the point that just rolls off your shoulder because yeah. you can't control shitty people out there. You can't control people that have negative beliefs. All you can do is control how you react to it. I mean, seriously, I sometimes feel like people go on dating apps for the story. Totally. Not to actually 
be with someone. You're looking at messages through the lens of, oh, I should post this or I should share this with my friends. How crazy is Mm -hmm. this person? Oh, my God, how funny is this conversation? If you're really living for the story, then you're not there for the right reasons. That's all you're going to see is the entertainment value Mm -hmm. and not who people are are and the right matches for you. So yeah, you can only switch your lens and your mindset. You can't change who's on there. Like nobody, you can't control who's going to join a dating app and it's not for you to control. No. And I definitely was in that camp in my 20s when I was like using dating apps for the first time. It was always a story. It was always something to bring. And it wasn't like I wasn't there to connect with people. So I don't think it's like, oh, I'm only on here because of this. It's definitely not that. But there is this subtle feeling of like, what am I going to dig up today? You know? Yeah. I think it needs to get past the point that you even care to share this stuff with your friends. Because once like your friends don't care, you don't care. Yeah. You don't care about this stuff. It's just you move on. I do remember like a situation where I had this guy that was messaging me all the time Mm -hmm. and could never meet up and was like, we get like really flirty and send weird photos too. It was just weird. But it didn't make me discouraged. It just made me lose interest in the person. Mm. So once you hit a point that you're there because you want to meet someone, when someone shows you a behavior that doesn't align, you don't care to talk about them because you just want to be onto someone that's more aligned with you. Right. Before we get into more about what do you do when you see it and how do you stop doing this yourself, let's take a quick break for a message. This episode is sponsored by Via. We all know there are things that can help set the mood in the bedroom, but did you know a little THC could also do that? Yes, Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. This gummy, wow, it will awaken your senses increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. I've been pleasantly surprised by the high love gummies because it is just the right amount of THC for me to have a good time without feeling sleepy. And hey, if THC is not your thing, Via also offers a wide array of other gummies without it. And everything legally ships in 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. So if you're over 21, you can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning Dreams THC plus CBN sleep gummies with our our exclusive code DATABLE at viahemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to viahemp.com and use the code DATABLE to receive 15% off and one free sample of their sleepy dream gummies. That's viahemp.com and use the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Via Hemp. We are so excited to share with you our new podcast, Exit Interview. Dates don't usually end with a satisfaction survey, and yet we rate everything in our lives, from Uber drivers to local coffee shops. So why don't we do the same thing when dating? We're here to conduct the ultimate romance review, featuring daters hungry for love who have agreed to call up old flames to gather honest feedback. Welcome to Exit Interview. He upgraded himself to business class while I was in economy. Wait, wow. What? There's feedback that will make you cringe. She could be a little bit hard-headed, like not reading the writing on the walls. 
and feedback that will make you swoon. But she said that she had feelings for you. I had no idea. Really? And maybe you'll learn a thing or two yourself about how you can be a better dater, lover, or partner. Obviously, like, knew I was going to learn something. I didn't expect this. Welcome to Exit Interview. Listen to Exit Interview on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So one thing that I remember a lot was just negativity in the profile, too, like even before you meet. Mm -hmm. An example Mm -hmm. was, and this was like in the thick of the political climate. I remember like there was this huge debate on our Facebook group about saying no Trump supporters, for instance. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that like you need to become a Trump supporter in this example. I think the saying no Trump supporters anything no, it reeks negativity. It's negative. Opposed to just saying, this is what my values are. How can you take the exact same thing and spin it a different way? I think like that's another example. I think the no good men, no good women, that's one we always see. Is there anything else that you can think of that you remember seeing or you've heard of? I know the political one always stands out for me. Well, just like the whole, you know, I've seen profiles like, if you don't want kids, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're not emotionally available, I'm not available for you. And it's like, come on. It's just so dark. And that's kind of how I look at these profiles when I was dating. It's like they each profile had a color to me. And if I was reading the profile and it felt really black, you know, really dark and like, nope, swipe, swipe. If it felt light, like yellow or purple, I'm like, okay, yeah, I can get down with this. Like, look at your profile and see if (laughs) you can associate a color to it or like that. a texture to it? Is it weighing on your shoulders when you read it, right? The profiles are like giving me your whole life story from when you were born and your <laughs> childhood wounds and your attachment styles and your personality tests and your astrology. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so heavy right now. I feel like I can't right. move. And all the things you don't want in a partner. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or things that like make you happy, things that you're <sighs> passionate about. You Like you said, Julie, your values, something fun that you've been doing recently. That's light. The texture of that is like silk. It just feels smooth. And the color of that is light purple to me. It's so nice. I want to be part of that aura. I really like that because people realistically spend seven seconds it takes to form an impression. Yeah. And I feel like this is one of the most inappropriately used time investment in dating is fine-tuning your profile. Oh, seriously. I'm not saying you need to have nothing on there or like a really shitty one. But let's be honest, it just needs to be good enough to start a conversation. Yeah. And I think when you look at the lens of what is the vibe I'm giving off, realistically, a lot of people aren't reading your profile. I know everyone gets upset when like people don't read their profile, but just call a spade a spade. Most people are not reading the profile when there's hundreds of people they're swiping through, at least on the initial look. Maybe they are once you match and it's worth the time investment. It's not personal and it doesn't mean they're not serious. They're just like, using their time wisely, in my opinion. Having something that just gives that seven seconds of what's the energy that this person is giving out, that is such a better use of time than really like giving that every last thing that you do or don't want in a partner and spending hours creating that thing. You could be volunteering. Yeah. There's so many Watching things. Watching Love is Blind. <laughs> you could be listening to Dateable. Yeah. Or the other thing too is like, 
if you can identify something negative in your profile, like the emotionally available example, first of all, like, what is that actually going to do anyways? Like, let's just be honest. Like, is anyone going to really read it that's not emotionally? You don't even know if you're emotionally available half the time. Like, if you're not emotionally available, you're not gonna be like, oh, I better not message this person now. All you're going to do is scare off people that just feel like you're negative. It's going to do the opposite intention is you might actually scare off people that are emotionally available. So how do you take what's negative in your profile and spin it in a way? Can you just say, I'm looking for someone that's emotionally available? And I would say even go one step further. And what does that actually mean to you? Because it's just such a buzzword. Yeah. But that's such a more positive spin than saying that you don't want that person. Yeah. When you say the don'ts, no. this is the sense I get. I sense that you had a really bad breakup yeah. <laughs> and that you're not over that breakup and you're still in the middle of it. That's what it signals to me. You have not processed something bad that just happened to you. And I sure as hell do not want to be part of that. No. Uh-uh. Get that tornado out of my life. No, thanks. And that's not to say you can't have these in your mind of like things that you're looking out for. They don't need to be on your dating profile. They don't need to be in the first message to someone. In fact, they don't need to be in any message. Like just watch how the person acts. That's the only way you're going to tell if they're emotionally available. Mm. Putting those words in a profile or messaging them and saying like, I'm only dating people that are emotionally available. If that's not you, like, let's not even do this. What's that doing? Right. (laughs) Nothing. Absolutely nothing. End of the day, if you're letting dating apps affect your mood, affect your emotions, affect your day, you're doing something wrong because dating apps are this little Hmm? thing. It's an app on your phone. That's like saying Uber Eats is pissing you off. (laughs) Like get your mind out of the app gutter and think about what else can I be using to influence my emotions and my mood? It's not a little dinky app. There's like a whole world out there for you to explore. So, you know, it's like in the grand scheme of things, these things don't matter. What you see on the dating apps should not affect you so much that you are saying, I'm getting off the apps. I'm deleting the apps. I'm never going to date again. I'm going to run away. I'm going to move to a different country. Like these are the words that we hear you say all the time because of what the apps are doing doing to you. Apps are doing nothing to you, honey. Look, you control the apps. They don't control you. You control yourself. Please. Other people don't control you. It comes back to like, what energy are you putting out there? If you're the main character in your love life, yeah, all you're concerned with is what am I looking for? What do I want? And who is the right person for me based on my needs? Yeah. If someone isn't that, then move. Bye. Bye. It's just a data point for you. You've now found out that's not the person you're going to keep going. Yeah. The less you can get invested in these other people, if you're sitting there thinking all women are negative, now you are not the main character. Right. These women are the main character. Yeah. And then you're letting them move into your house. That's what you're doing. You're opening the door. Yeah. Come in, negative women. Right. Come sleep with me. You're the side character now, like getting trampled <sighs> over sad. by everyone else. That's these terrible people ruining dating on apps. So true. Someone wrote in their book that a way to find clarity in your life is every time you open an app or you open your phone, you're inviting whatever that is into your home. Mm. So if you're opening up a dating app, you got to be like, do I want this in my home? Am I going to open my door for this person? No. Stay out. So next time you see someone negative, 
what we've established here is maybe throw them a second bone. <laughs> we understand the limitations of this digital platform. Yeah. And if they continue to be negative, that's not what you want. Move on and don't let that person taint you and bring your own negativity in. Right. Just keep the eye on the prize. Know your values. Know what you're looking for. Check yourself to make sure you're not doing this behavior in any way. That's the only thing you can control. That's it. That's it. Thanks for this question. Really appreciate it. For all of you who have burning dating questions, you can always email them to us, hello at datablepodcast.com, or you can DM us on Instagram at datablepodcast. We will definitely look at all of your questions. <laughs> but the best way to get your question read on air is to give us a rating and review, and you can leave your question right in the review. But only if you give us five stars, will we read your review? <laughs> That's the only caveat there. We're going to wrap up this episode of Brunch Talk. Okay. We'll see you next week. See you next week. The Dateable Podcast is part of the Frolic Media Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Dateable Podcast and visit datablepodcast.com for access to all the episodes and our premium programs. Also, make sure to subscribe today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform so you are the first to get all the latest episodes. And most importantly, stay dateable. Stay dateable.